Carla. How are you this morning? It's a wonderful morning. You look like a glower this morning. Are you glowing this morning? I'm a glower. I look like a glower. Do you look in the mirror? Yeah, I'm a glower, baby. I'm glowing. And you're glowing, too. You got a beautiful smile, Nicola. Your teeth, them white teeth. Look for them teeth there. They come from the dentist. You should do the commercial. <laughs> you know, the sparkle comes off the teeth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm having my coffee. Check out my cup, Nicola. My best day ever cup. Isn't it gorgeous? Isn't it beautiful? It is. You drink from it every single week. Um, coffee tastes so good. <laughs> you don't know what you're missing. Where's your cup of coffee? I don't drink coffee, Lincoln. Okay. All right. Well, you don't know what you're missing. I'm going to have to con- I'm going to go around the world. I'm going to travel around the world and convince everybody. I'm going to create my own coffee and convince everybody to drink coffee because coffee is good. <laughs> good luck. All right, love. So uh, thank you folks for tuning in. Me and Nicole is having a little chit-chat in the morning. I hope you're enjoying the little back and forth there. Welcome to another wonderful episode of Lemonade Lounge. I hope you're glowing like me and Nicola this morning. And because this is where you get your mind, your, your body. body, and your money juices flowing. Yeah. What's up, Nicola? Why don't you tell these lovely folks of what we are going to be doing today? I will, Lincoln. But before I get there, everyone listening, Lincoln is a little high today. High, not on life, but on coffee. Okay. Aye, aye, aye. All that caffeine has given him a ton, a ton of energy. You know what, folks? I am all, I am always high. So, so I'm always high in life. I, and I'm not talking that the weed high because I'm Jamaican, but I'm high in life. <laughs> you know, coffee. I'm one of those guys who can drink coffee at midnight. And by 12.05, I'm like, like a choo-choo train coming at you at 10,000 miles an hour, snoring. <laughs> so coffee don't have that effect of me. I think I'm immune. I drink too much. I'll tell you a little story about that. My family was in the coffee farming business. And so they made their money in farming back in the day. Coffee, sugarcane, and bananas. That was their three main source. And so I started drinking coffee at a young age very young age. I can still smell the coffee today, the fresh coffee that my grandmother used to brew. Every time I think about it, that smell, I can smell it as we speak right now. It's so amazing. Anyways, (laughs) you don't know what you're missing. (laughs) No, I'm not missing much. I've had my days of coffee, but let's get started. I'm your host, Nicola. And Lincoln is your other host. And together, we would like to squeeze your lemons. Squeeze your lemons. lemons. (laughs) Well, Lincoln, this is a very interesting topic, right? Yes, it is. lemon is how to relate to and understand Jamaicans or Jamaican parents, the Jamaican culture. Oh, that's a good one. Use your lemons and make some lemonade. Lincoln, choose this topic. How to relate to Jamaicans, how to understand them. Well, I have some foreign kids. As Jamaican, I want to say, may have some foreign kids, you see. 
and the foreign picking them now be of themselves them that the America no <laughs> no they they I have I have a couple of kids who was born in America and they have this mentality that I cannot seem to relate to because I was rooted in certain cultural behaviors that um that uh, that allows me to act a certain way, be a certain way and treat people a certain way. Mm-hmm. And my children just think that they could just go around walk up and down on on their parents, mm-hmm. walk all over their parents and do whatever they want whenever they want, however they want. And that stuff don't cut it with me. It doesn't work with me. So it's always like a little bit of a battle. We're on a battlefield because you know they 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 want to um just just do whatever and that stuff don't work in life we got to have some kind of structure for an example i was taught to say um mr and mrs and the very first day i mean i was teaching them this but the very first day we have a neighbor named caro back then and the very first day they pick me them come up i say hi carol miss emward box down the little pick me see pick me them Lindsay, i wanted to be ignorant i need to jump in and stop you before you no. get ahead of yourself no, hold on all, hold on let me finish you're going to say that because you didn't teach them you have to be able no to- i taught them i taught them but let me finish the story they come out and say hi carol but where did they get that from school because they were going to school at the time when they do I was teaching them before they go to school so this is when after they started school they started to do this type of stuff they start because they hear their other what their other the other friends the other classmates um greeting elderly this way so i have to say you know you have to reiterate that you you need to greet them by Mr and Mrs I I was taught that as a young kid in Jamaica as a matter of fact we I'm taught to to respect the elderly you know so the, I think that we just have a, a couple of different ways of um of raising children and I don't think that the american way is the correct way the the the, the western european way I don't believe it's the correct way because I see the difference I've experienced the difference myself and i prefer my way our way in jamaica yeah i was a kid once you know so i know i'm i my parents didn't beat me down and and treat me like garbage and use all these you know ridiculous stuff and beat me like you see how they talking about jamaicans beat their kids no i get hit from my my teacher with me give me cane because i deserve it i stepped out of line i fought in i fight in school yeah I did the wrong thing so he whipped me I went home I got another whipping you know what I never fight in school again <laughs> you know so um things like that so it I think that it it is important for us to have some kind of respect in our society and the kids ever since this is and you can't say these are the millennials because it's not ever since I've been in America and Canada it has been the same and i hear jamaican parents been complaining about this for eons okay even my uncles when they were coming from england they've been complaining about this so this is a a western mentality which is uh, the european and american mentality 
which it, it does not work. That system does not work. Respect, you have to have some respect in our society. And, and I think that works better. It has nothing to do with money. It has nothing to do with your lifestyle. It has nothing to do whether you're poor or, or richer than God or whatever. It has nothing to do with that. Respect, I believe, is, should be the number one priority. And I think our kids these days are missing that. They're completely missing that. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Let me have a sip of my coffee. Does that mean I can put in my uh, 10 cents now? Ah, coffee. I can have a word now, Lincoln. I'm allowed to speak. Tastes so good. That coffee's so good, Nicola. You're going to have to go get yourself some. <laughs> not at all. Coffee's not my thing. <laughs> you yes. stay up for days. Huh? <laughs> I don't agree with 90% of what you say half the time. That's a good thing. So I don't want you to agree. Respect <laughs> is definitely important. But, you know, this. the saying goes, Train up a child, train a child the way, what, what, the Bible verse, you know, train a child. I'm terrible at the Bible now, aren't I? Uh, I'm sending you back to church, Nicola. <laughs> I haven't been years, Lincoln. Years, years. I'm calling your mother. It's basically train up, train a child, and then when they grow older, they won't be part from it, right? So at a young age, if you want your children to be respectful, you should train them, teach them, educate them, not train them, but educate them on how to be respectful. So for instance, when I go out with my children, <clears throat> I will prepare them ahead of time, especially if I'm going to be around a group of Jamaicans, I will tell them, this is what you need to do. This isn't how you need to act. I give them a reminder, all right? Because... Yes, in the culture that we live in here in North America, in Canada, completely different from the Jamaican culture. So yes, they do call people by their first names unless they're taught not to. For instance, when they go to school, they don't call their teachers by their first names. They call them Mr. and Mrs. because that's what they're taught, right? Mm-hmm. So with your children going out, if... Um, if you don't want them to call Carol by her first name, before you get there, you remind them, you can't call her Carol. You should call her Auntie Carol or Miss Carol, whatever you want them to call her. So for instance, when I was younger, my mom got married. Um, so I had a stepfather. And in that situation, I couldn't call him by his first name. So it was this whole debate. Oh, you need to call him uncle. I'm like, my mother's married to a man, and you want me to call him uncle? And I was like, this is just ass backwards, right? <laughs> right? So I ended up calling him by his first name. He wasn't my father. We didn't have that kind of relationship. I called him by his first name. And I wasn't going to yeah. call him either because I just wasn't. So... A lot of the things you're saying, you really have to process it and think about it. So with your children, I'm not upset with them. They did what they knew and what they were used to. I had a well, time. This as, a parent, the- as a parent, I had a time. You should remind them. Remind them, look, we're going to meet this person. This is how you respond to this person. My girlfriends, I have girlfriends that are white. I have um, guy friends that are white. And when my kids are around them, 
my kids call them auntie and uncle. Why? Because I think it's a nice thing to do. And they come home, they're like, but mommy, that's not my auntie. That's not my uncle. But this is how I was raised. And um, when I'm around other people and their children that are, um, I wouldn't even say Jamaican. They could be from other islands. They refer to me as Auntie Nikki as well. Right? So that's just how it is. Like my um, my neighbor, they call her by her first name. And my neighbor's kids call me by my first name. And that's just how we communicate. Like different people communicate different ways. So Yeah, I, I understand that. I think I think it's a cultural Jamaican people, this is how they relate to them. I think it's a cultural thing if you if you're the, 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 the confusion in culture here is that you teach them one thing at home and then you don't have them for eight hours a day. The school have them for eight hours a day. And uh, so what happens is that they go and that behavior start to change um, in school because they, what the, the kids that they're among 90% of the times don't have the same upbringing, don't have the same um, structure at home. And so they learn all these different behaviors. My kids learn how to use the F word in school. <laughs> over, what, one day, my, 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 uh, she, I think the oldest was like seven years old, come home and, uh, and asking me about it. <laughs> yeah, we're talking. Which I think is amazing. Around going, F, 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 F. What's that, I think that's F, amazing F. because this opens up um, a conversation. So you can educate your child. Personally, my kids know the difference. So my mother is Jamaican and she's an old fashioned Jamaican. She does a lot of things that I just don't agree with. However, they know to act a certain way around my mom. And if it was somebody else, they'd act completely different. And it's because my mom has this mentality that she wants the respect, right? Like the funny thing is, I was talking to my uncle the other day and he, his birthday was last month. He turned um, 79. Yeah, 79. Mm. And um, he was telling me all the things he expected me to do. And I'm like, why? He goes, because you need to respect me because I'm older. I'm like, that is crazy. But a lot of, a lot of elder Jamaicans believe that because they're older, you need to I believe that. I believe that. So it's not much old, not about older. Let me ask you a question. Though. Hold on. Hold on. Please. I believe that. Let me speak because I let you speak for a good 15 minutes. and I, I know, but why do you think it's crazy? So what I'm saying is respect is earned. So for my children, if they're disrespectful to me, I will have a conversation with them and find out why they're disrespectful. Because I have to be able to give my kids respect for them to learn to give myself and other people respect. Respect is earned. I don't believe it's just given. Myself, on the other hand, I already know when I'm around certain people how to behave, right? Because I don't want to hear the old Jamaican nagging. She has no manners. She has no respect. You see how she look? You see how she addressed? I don't want to hear that. So I actually try to stay away from situations like that. So why do you think your uncle, why do you think you shouldn't respect your uncle? I didn't say I shouldn't respect him. Well, he, you, you, you obviously didn't agree with him when he said that. What he's asking for, he believes that no matter what he says or does, because he's older, he deserves to be respected, which is not true. If he says something that's wrong, I'm going to tell him it's wrong. 
but because he's older, he doesn't want to be told it's wrong because he's older. I should be respectful and just let it go and not say anything. That's not right. Yeah, well, that's there's a difference between, you know, having respect, which is, you know, crossing a certain line of being rude. And, uh, and then there's a difference between um, saying something towards if you're wrong, if you're wrong and I'm, and I'm saying something towards it that, look, you know, you, you, that's not right. Then I'm not disrespecting that person. If I'm being aggressive while in my tone while I'm saying that, then that's a different story. But if I'm not being aggressive in my tone and I'm telling them that, look, that's that's not right. You know, that can't be doing that. Um, then that's a different story. But uh, I don't think that's crossing the line at all. But my mother kind of think that way. We're having a feud right now, me and my mother, because um, everybody would have a feud with you. You're so hard sometimes. Well, everybody's difficult. Everybody's difficult to deal with. It's just natural. No one is more difficult than the next. It's just natural, normal um, human thing, right? Everybody could say the same thing about anyone. This is just a normal, natural thing. So people goes, he's difficult to deal with when you're not. You have your difficulties too. <laughs> so a lot of people are saying the same thing about you, right? Yeah. It's just, these are just normal human behaviors. Or just throw it right back at me. You can't focus on yourself, so just throw it right back at me. No, no, no. I am, I am not easy to deal with. I, it's, it's hard for me to deal with me sometimes, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, but that's just, I just accept that as a, that's a behavior of human being, right? You know, we all have our challenges. Um, but anyways, you know, my mother have, you know, this, this same idea. She's very old school Jamaican. You know, even though she's been here for 9,000 years, that cultural thing has not left and it will never go. So, you know, she's still, you know, she want to cuss me. She, she's cussing me and, um, and, and not cussing me even in front of my face, cussing me to the other siblings, you know, and talking scrap and all of that stuff. And, and to me, I do not appreciate that, Right. Because my other siblings come and they will tell me, you know, the other day she's cussing me to my niece, you know. So I'm talking to my niece. My niece now is trying to be disrespectful to me. I said, hey, you better not go there. You know, you t- she's 40 years old. I say, you, you, better, you, better, you better step up with your attitude, young lady. So your niece is 40 years old? Yeah. So I said, you better step my oldest sister's daughter, right? So you better step up with your attitude. You know, the, you know, the don't you, know, you, you understand who you're talking to, right? <laughs> it's your uncle. This ain't no, this ain't your friend, you know? Mm-hmm. So I call my mom, you know, I talk to my mom. I said, what the hell are you doing? I'm cussing me to my, to my niece. What, what kind of foolishness is this? Oh, oh. And then, then I'm, I say, if you have to say sorry, it's too late. How many times do you need to say sorry? You've been doing this now for the past how many years? You know, and every time you do it, it's the same behavior you have. I'm sorry. And then you go back and do it. So why say sorry if you're going to continue to do it? It makes no sense whatsoever. So if you have to say sorry, it's too late. So don't do it. Right? So now um, I, she, she was trying to change the subject because that's how she is. She don't want to deal with it. Right? She think that I shouldn't be talking to her this way. So I just, she like, uh, I said, said, look, I got to go. And I haven't called her in two days. So she called me and I didn't, didn't pick up the phone because I want her to know that I am mad. Usually I would not do that. I would just pick up the phone and talk to her. But now I want her to know, I want it to sink in. 
in our brain that I am not happy with this behavior that you've been doing for all these years. And I've been telling you about it, but you have not, not, no respect. You don't respect me enough to not do it, right? And so this is the behavior. This is old school Jamaican. It's a one-way respect. I don't believe in that type of, <clears throat> excuse me, that type of one-way respect. Now, you talk about respect being earned. That's the difference. I don't believe in risk in, in this. That's just, those are just terminology. I think that if you're old enough, you should just know that you need to respect other people. It's just an automatic thing. So you come to me, you don't need to talk to me like a pig. Talk to me with some decency and some respect. And then I will do the same. But if you're going to come at me with some aggressive garbage, then I might come at you the same way. So in my head is that this is just a natural thing, that natural behavior that our environment should teach us. But because we have certain structures and set up and rules, especially in places like America, Canada, and the UK, um, that our kids can just, should be able to say whatever they want, however they want, do whatever they want. You know, at 14, have boyfriends and all of these foolishness. At 13, they have boyfriends and it's okay. No, those things are, I believe that is not a part of teaching respect. I think they're crossing the line. Did you have a girlfriend when you were 13? No. Oh, I remember what it was. Train up a child the way he should grow, and when he gets older, he won't depart from it. That's what I was trying to say. But you, you sort of proved my point. Everything you just said about you, you figure when you're an adult, you should know to be respectful, but I believe it's still earned. Um, so a couple of the things I had here was don't call me by my first name. You mentioned that. We discussed that. You can't call Jamaicans by their first name. You have to address them by Mr. or Mrs. or Auntie or Uncle. Those are yeah, that's a, that's a big thing. And that is Mother, still big today. Mom. Today, even no matter how old you are, if they're older, you're going to the community, they still said Mr. and Mrs. or Miss or Miss. Yeah. And, and you said to me the other day, I'm not your size. I'm, I'm Jamaican. I was born in Jamaica, but I don't know what that one means. I'm not your size. Not your size? Yes. Oh, meaning that I'm older than you. That's what it means. We're not the same age. We're not on the same level. Oh, I am older I'm than you, so you age. need to have some respect. That's size. what it means. Yeah, that's what it means. Yeah, that's, there's some terminology that you that that Jamaicans use that you got to get used. They said we're not the same size. Okay, that means we're not on the same level. That's what that is. That's ass backwards. No, it's just it's it's like hush. You know, the word hush in Jamaica means different things. Like I say hush to an American here is like shut up. That's what it means, right? But in Jamaica, it's hush. It means um, uh, don't worry. It's, everything is going to be all right. So it's, a, it's baby, don't you cry? Exactly. Hush, little baby, don't you cry? Everything is going to be ba 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 ba. Yeah. So it's um so it's a different, just a different way of communicating. And so that's why cultural intelligence is an important thing when you're, especially when you're doing business in different cultures, because there are certain certain things that you need to know, like like how to greet people. Um, and each culture have their different ways of greeting. You know, you go, for an example, now you go to China or you go to Japan or you go to Korea. 
um, and you, yeah. you you greet people a certain way, they they they're not happy with your greeting because they think you're being disrespectful, right? So it is in cultural intelligence, and that's that's the key point that I wanted to bring to this is that cultural intelligence is is vital. And so that's why when we come from certain culture, it is important for our children. And I really realized that when I came to this country um, after a few years, and even now as I get older, I start to realize this more and more. It is not cool to lose your culture because it is important to pass the tradition on to your children. Why? Not only to keep the culture going, but they can also kind of um, spread the word. Um, and impact other people. Like here, the, the, the thing, I get into battles all the time about um, Trump um, online. And, I, uh, and with, these are with my friends, because some of them are Trump supporters. And what gets me with these guys is that they give him, and this is what I don't understand, they give him a pass for his language, for his behavior. And, I'm, and I said to them, I said, if your child come with this character and this type of behavior, you're telling me that is acceptable. Because this type of behavior to me, the man's character and his behavior, I don't care if, it, if he's president or not. I'm just talking about his behavior and his character, the way he talks to people. Shut up. Sit down. Do if it's a Jamaican, then box down your little bomba giant. I know mean, I said the word, panty. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking, if he ever talked to a Jamaican reporter like that, they slap the daylight out of him. I'm telling you that right now. I would love to see him talk to, try to talk to a Jamaican reporter like that because they would have, they would put him in his place. I am so, I'm so outraged that they, the reporters just, they just sit there like wusses and take it. And the man is just a bully beating everybody down. I, if, if I was a reporter, I would slap him. I, would, I don't care how many um, uh, protection um, detail he's got around him. I don't care if they would shoot me. I would give him one slap. I, I would watch his mouth out with soap. He never talks like that again. <laughs> you need to use your words and not your fists. So you wouldn't slap him. You would learn to use your words and put him in his place using your words. So another thing I hear. I would slap about, him. I'm not. I'm not talking. I would slap him. I would wash his mouth out with soap. I'd love to do that. I want that job. <laughs> um, join the line. Another thing that a lot of Jamaicans say is, "Don't speak to me like a child, and don't yeah. treat me like a child." Yeah. And, yeah. and it's funny because I was speaking to my aunt mm -hmm. and I was very emotional and my voice was, my tone was heightened. And she's like, Nikki, don't speak to me like a child. And I, I had to say to her, what do you mean by that? Mm. You're supposed to speak to a child respectfully. Um, mm -hmm. Speaking to you respectfully, I'm just expressing how I feel. Mm -hmm. And her point was that I'm speaking to her like she doesn't understand, like she has no sense. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, so that's basically what you think it's like when you speak to a child, like they have no sense. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to be here educating our children. Mm -hmm. But 
if you try to educate a Jamaican, they think you're speaking to them like a child. I don't understand. Absolutely. You're supposed to, as a child in Jamaica, I don't like this part of it, um, uh, but I understand it. I don't like it, but I understand it. And I was raised in it. So I, I from this point, I'm looking in, I'm saying, okay, I understand it. Because what they, what they are, they don't like is the, um, a child is supposed to be seen and not participate in the conversation. You have no business coming up here in this conversation. If I'm talking to you or I'm talking to my friends, you better step. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that when I was younger, I was supposed to be seen and not heard. I was just supposed to sit there yeah. and not say yeah. a thing. Yeah, I think that comes from, you know, five, four or 500 years ago, right? It's, it's a historical thing that I think Every that is implanted. Stem from slavery. Every single yeah. thing. The name. It's a plantation mentality, I call it. Yeah. Every single thing is from slavery. Yeah, it is. Um, the respect thing, I think, is more African. I think that's one good thing we get out of Africa because Africans are highly respectful. There's a couple things that we lost um, uh, that get uh, pushed to the side. And I understand why, because of slavery. It was um, family unity and education. Those two things, there's three things that Africans brought um, to the West. And I think, it, you know, the, 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 during slavery, the whites, the Europeans, they pushed it out of us. Is They brought unity in family because Africans are very family oriented um, because they're tribal, right? So they're very family oriented. Um, they respect because they have their rituals, respect the elderly. It's a, it's a very important thing. Respect is very high. If you ever talk to a Nigerian, you would really understand what I'm talking about. If you've ever met a Nigerian, you would know, and a Kenyan, you would know what I'm well, talking my about. Um, Nigerian, so is her husband, yes, and I speak to them quite a bit. Yeah, and, um, and education. Um, you know, some of the, the, the highest scholars was from um, Timbuktu, right, in the world, right? They have more books written in Timbuktu than any other parts of the world. And the oldest, some of the oldest till today, um, I think a couple of the oldest books that they found came out of there over a thousand years old. So it's um, so those things, I think, what once we got here, um, the family unity and the you know that tribal thing that we came with got disbanded and the education part of it we weren't able to practice our education so that get um, pushed to the side as well so the only thing we were left with was respect and so we used that um you know to the best of um what we could do basically carried on in the tradition in the West, it, that thing never existed so much, I believe. It's, it's, and it's just gotten worse and worse over the years. Kids were able to talk to their parents anyhow, any hoot, and it was acceptable, that type of behavior. Yeah. So let me ask you, um, because I, I know your children, and I've, you know your children are born and raised in Canada, Right. And you're Jamaican, but you came here at a young age. And I can understand some of your language. I hear the Canadian in your language. So I knew you came here 
this is just the Canadian talking. That's not your Jamaican part. I hear that in your language. And I respect that because I understand it, right? Um, the reason why a lot of Jamaicans, older Jamaicans would not respect it is because they haven't taken the time to understand it. And they haven't rubbed shoulders with enough Canadian um, to really understand it. So how were your children? You know, how about your children? How are they? You know, what did they, how did they uh, um, act? How do they find this stuff here? This stuff, um, my kids are anything but Jamaicans. They're more Canadians. <clears throat> it's funny because on the weekend, <clears throat> Beanie and Bounty were online. Did you see that? There were they, there was a sound yeah. Line. They had a, they had like a competition, right? It was yes. really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a sound I really love. I enjoyed it. <laughs> and my my daughter, my oldest daughter, she was listening to it, and yeah. she enjoying it and then my son at 20 came into the kitchen while she was listening to it goes what are you listening to that sounds like two men screaming <laughs> he does not have some nice music and then and then my 12 year old's like i don't understand a word of what they're saying it makes no sense what are they saying yeah. <laughs> and I was like, wow. I looked at my husband and we were like, wow. And then Incredible. my older sister says, well, I had no choice. You listened to this when I was younger, so I had no choice but to listen to it. But the other yeah. ones, they they don't uh, listen to it at all. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, and then my husband and I had to talk about it. They are the way they are. Um my son hates going to Jamaica. He does not mm-hmm. like it there. The last really, time, your yeah, oldest or your youngest? We went and we were staying at the Rio when we came off the. Um, Interesting. When we came off the plane, the the it, the air was so cold. Um, we tried to adjust it. I came off the plane. He came off the plane. We were both sick. We were sick at the hotel for three days, and because of that, he hates Jamaica with a passion. He hates it. He hates it. He hates it. Never wants to go back. The other three, really? as long as it's a vacation and we're relaxing and we're in a hotel and they could run around and do everything, they're fine with it. But he hates it. But once all of COVID-19 is lifted, I want to go back to Jamaica and I want to take them and show them where I was born, all of that. Mm-hmm. I tried to do that last time we went, I think it was three years ago, three or four years ago. But when my uncle tried to drive us into my neighborhood, the whole place was regentrified. So we couldn't really? figure out where. Yeah, we couldn't figure out how to get to where I wow. live. Wow. Incredible. Right? So that was yeah. a but overall, children are children, and I have a better understanding of children. Like, for instance, my son said something to me the other day, my older son. And I thought, <clears throat> that is so rude and disrespectful. But I didn't get mad at him because I thought to myself, when I was younger, there were times like this too, where I wanted to release what was inside of me and I held it in. And because of that, I lost my voice. Um, and then afterwards we talked about, like I understood where he was coming from because I felt the same way at times when I was younger, but I didn't have an outlet to release it. So he said something to me, I was upset but I didn't say it to him. 
because I processed it. And I thought, you know, I, when I was his age, I felt like this. I couldn't say it. And definitely I couldn't say things like that to my mother because I get boom, 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 right? Actually, the last time my mom um, put her hand on me to slap me, I was 13 years old. Mm. And um, she got the belt and everything. And I took it, I, I grabbed it from her and I told her, stop, don't do that. Because she would hit me for just the smallest things like and It was just not necessary. Mm -hmm. just, she was frustrated and she didn't have a parent patience. And at times she was, she was single mom. So it was hard on her, right? Oh, yeah. She really needed a vacation back then. But mm -hmm. she knew, right? It goes back to the saying, like I hear this all the time, like from, I, I, I shouldn't say hear it all the time. I've heard it from Jamaicans that my parents beat me because they love me. And I hear them say, I'm going to beat because I love them. <laughs> you don't beat a child because you love them. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. That's no. teaches a child to grow up and be an abuser, right? Yeah. It makes yeah. no sense. Like, I, yeah. don't, I don't agree with a lot of this stuff. And I wish we could educate a lot more people. Kids get upset. Kids swear, kids say a lot of things, right? Mm -hmm. um, they are children, and that's their way of releasing stuff. Yeah. And have an outlet to say a lot of things and release it. It's so funny because, honestly, I've sworn in front of all my kids. I have. Yeah. But I don't swear often. And my oldest son, uh, we were having a conversation this week, and he said, shit. I said, what? You just swore in front of me. I was okay with it. I was just pulling his leg, right? Yeah. My kids, they all swear. I remember the first time I heard my son swear. He was talking to his friends. My eyes filled up with tears. I couldn't believe it. I was like, his innocence is gone. This is my 20-year-old, right? And he was, yeah. he was, he was, I think, 12 or 13, and he was talking to his friends. And I couldn't believe it. I was like, listen to him. He would never do this at home. <laughs> but with friends, he does it. You need to speak up. Sorry. Another two when I heard her swear. And mm -hmm. as you said, they learn how to swear at school. But they swear with their friends, but they wouldn't do it around me, right? Now mm -hmm. my youngest, the 10-year-old, any chance he gets to swear with him, he swears. I want to talk about it. For instance, come so money. This person at school said the F where he came and he said blah, 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 blah. He just said the full sentence. And another week, he comes home telling me, seriously, you can just tell us that they said the word that starts with S or F. You don't need to say it. But any chance he gets, he's like, mommy, did you hear it? That person just said. <laughs> and I'm like, you really love to swear, don't you? No, I don't love to swear. And if my older <laughs> ass, he comes running to me, mommy, she just swore. She said ass. She's got to stop swearing. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's it's you know the 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 kids these days. I think some of them are are um, majority of them is out of line, out of control. Right now, Jamaica is adopting a lot of the American principles and rules. Uh, I think they're becoming you know these laws are becoming global, where you can't hit your children, they can't beat them in school no more. You can't do this, you can't do that, you can't discipline. But the cops shouldn't be putting your hands on them. But the cops is allowed to, to murder them, right? You know, so um, th that's the thing is is not cool. I don't get that. We got to discipline our black children. I think we have our own 
um, tradition, our own culture, our own ways of dealing with our own children. And I think that it's um, as a culture, we got to be able to do that and do it in a way where we feel it's going to carry on our cultural traditions. We can't adopt other cultures because it doesn't work into our things, our, our system, the way we do things. Um, so I think that we're losing um, a lot of that, and especially when we have the police um, have, uh, it's like open season for them to brutalize um, our children for no reason at all. So if we cannot discipline them, why should the police have, you know, free ride, free ride to, to do it? We, and a lot of these kids are doing nothing when the police is doing that to them. They just have, they feel they have a badge of um, a license to, to kill or a license to beat or a license to do whatever. That is a completely different conversation. Right now, we're here just talking about Jamaican parents. Yeah, I know, but this is my point with the with the parenting. The parenting is important because parenting you can't take away that from the parents. That's yeah, my point. but you know what? We're not teaching. We shouldn't be teaching our kids to hit or anything like that because they become abusers. Let's be no, serious. I'm not saying you teach However, them to hit. That's not my point. You mentioned something a while ago about you know it's important for us not to lose our culture and instill it in our family. Before we end today, as a, the sweetener, I think you should elaborate on that. Like as Jamaicans, what kind of things do you think is good to hold on to as their culture? Um, a whole lot. I think the respect in Jamaica, respect is like oxygen. It's more important than oxygen. Respect first, oxygen after. <laughs> right. So I think that's, that's uh, that's something that we should not change. Respect and discipline. We should not change that. Um, our um, one one big thing. Making your child. What was that? What do you mean by discipline? Well, you know, you have you have order. I'm not talking about you have to beat your child to get order, right? Yeah. You could, you know, in America they use timeout. To me, that stuff doesn't work because when you said timeout, Jimmy, Jimmy's contemplating what he's going to do to you <laughs> when he gets out of timeout. But I think there's many different ways you can discipline the child other than um, beating them. Some kids need to be beaten. Some things they step across the line really bad. You need to give them a little whooping. I don't mean murder them. I don't mean beat them to the point of having stuff. I mean, spanking them. You know, they need the kids need spanking. I get spanking. I didn't turn out so bad. I still respect people. Spanking right now and enjoy it, too. Probably. That's a different topic for a different time, but I probably would, <laughs> you know, but uh, I go around beating people either because I understand the difference. And I was I was raised in a culture that I think um, have some level of understanding with that. Now, it, it, you know, we talk about abuse. Abuse is a global thing. You know, man abusing one is a global thing. That's a different topic for a different day. So we're not raising abusers, right? So my point is that is they, there are certain things that we, we got to keep intact. I think the biggest thing in Jamaica is the respect factor in our culture. We should not lose that. Our language, we should not lose. Our traditions, we should not lose. No, we should not lose our language. We should not lose that. We should not lose our music because we've lost, we've lost a lot of our music to foreigners, they take it up, wash it down, and we get nothing from it, nothing, because Royalties. we were not smart enough to copyright. Ska was one of them. Ska is originated from Jamaica. 
we drop it like a like nothing and then the american kids take it up and you know they own it now we don't have anything that um, you know what i noticed that foreigners got as well from um jamaica or the islands uber yeah uber yeah uber uber came from the caribbean yeah uber Mm. i can't believe how big uber is now and i'm thinking yeah it's an island idea Yeah. And and one of the biggest thing um, that we also we should not use our we should not lose our Rastafari traditions. If you talk about healthy eats and all of that stuff, Rastas in Jamaica have been talking about this for over 100 years. Uh, Ital food, all of these things that they've been living off the earth, organic foolishness that they talk about here. We've been living like that in Jamaica, especially the Rasta for years. This is just a part of their culture right? Their tradition. So they're the, they're the ones who spearhead this movement. The Whole Foods and all these companies are born from there, from that. Hippie was born from Rasta tradition, all of these things. Barbecue came from Jamaica. We're the ones who invented jerk, <laughs> the grill, you know? So, so. You know, I, 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 and that's another thing. Remember that Subway had their jerk sandwich? Yeah. yeah. I, I understand. We so, should not lose these traditions and we should hold on to them and we should learn how to pass them on to our children so our children could make good use of them and our children could recognize them. You know, one of my daughters, and I are two, right? The youngest one um, always say, you know, the first thing they ask her, and I want to ask her, you know, um, where is she from? Um, she said, I'm Jamaican. You know, what's her nationality? She said, I'm Jamaican. Even though she was born in America, she don't say I'm American. She said, I'm Jamaican. And I'm, re- I'm really proud of her for doing that, for saying that. Because I think that we... never say that. <laughs> yeah, I think it's important for us to understand that. You know, one of the, the... I must say this. The UK Jamaicans are different from the Canadian and the American Jamaicans. In the UK... The, 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 the families that left Jamaica and went to the UK back in the, the 50s, um, you, know, the, you know, those indentures, what do they call them, indenture, uh, 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 there's a word for them. Um, I can't think of the word right now, where they bring them over to help build, build the UK, right, after the war. Um, uh, uh, those, those Jamaicans passed on the traditions to them. You will talk to, I talk to some of my cousins in the UK sometimes, and they are, they were born and raised in the UK, and they talk the Patwa better than me. They talk the Jamaican better than me. They grew up on rice and peas. They grew up on all, my, the families didn't wash it down. It didn't get washed down. The Jamaican in the UK didn't get washed down. They talked the Patwa, they, they learned the tradition, and they're passing it on to their generation. Canada and the U.S. I remember when I first got here, my mother didn't want me to talk like like Jamaican. Every time, even to the, today, I, I say my stuff in Jamaican. Why are you talking like that for? Don't talk like that around me. Don't talk good, speak good. So I have to straighten her out. I said, are you afraid of your culture? Are you afraid of your language? You know, I said, these are what, slave, that's a slave mentality that, that was placed inside of you. Why are you acting this way? You should be proud to be Jamaican. You should be proud of your language, proud of your culture, because we've given the world a lot, right? So we got to educate our children of our culture, 
our behaviors and what we bring to the table to the world. We bring a lot. If you really think about it, we're probably the most popular island there is on the planet. We and, and one of the islands that invented more than any other island there is. Okay, our inventions: the the reggae music, the ska, the um, uh, 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 Rastafari tradition uh, that came out of Africa. But we picked we 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 it was dead in Africa. We picked it up and carried on. Um, we globalize weed smoking. It, it's, we've we've had such an impact on the world. It's endless for a yeah, small island. Yeah, Yemen. Yes, we should copyright that. That's been. Uh, I'm gonna go do that right now. By the way, so nobody take this up, okay? <laughs> so, so no, we 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 have lots of people made a lot of money off us, um, and we have. Um, bring a lot to the world. At one point during slavery, for 200 years, we were the number one producer of sugarcane. For 200 years, we supplied the world of sugarcane. We made a lot of European multi-billionaires that are still reaping and enjoying, the families are enjoying that money today. Okay, so we bring a lot to this to, to the world. So our kids need to know these things. These are part of our culture part of the fabric of what make us Jamaican. And so they need to understand these things, right? So we could carry on these tradition. And the first thing they need to start with is, is respect. That's my take, and I'm sticking to it. Great <laughs> point. Very, very important. Yeah. Um, I have conversations with um, my kids, and well, at the dinner table every night. When we eat dinner, it's my favorite time. And I think tonight I will ask them, what Jamaican traditions do you know of? Yeah. What have I taught you? Just to see if my husband and I taught them anything. Yeah. Yeah, Easter, we taught them about bun and cheese. That's a tradition. doesn't matter where you go in the world. I would say three of my kids eat bun. Mm-hmm. Two of them eat the Jamaican cheese. <laughs> and looks at it, like, ew, gross. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Yes. Rice and peas every Sunday. That's a tradition. No, we don't do rice and peas every no. Sunday. That's no, not. but I'm just saying, those are traditions. Those rice are, and peas yeah. every Sunday around the world, no matter where you are, rice and peas and chicken or fish. I grew that, up with that. With I vegetables. Mm. And like and, um, I, remember, I remember having carrot juice. rice and peas with stewed chicken on Sunday, and the stewed chicken mm-hmm. was so good. And then yeah. on the side we would have corn. I remember that. That was yeah. and fried or carrots. And what? You know, color some. We have carrots or and callaloo. They'll shred it. They shred the carrot, make it look nice and pretty. And carrots. And I just. You know what? I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna do that for my family. The. Yeah. And they use the condensed milk or the stout, the dragon. And some people put beets and grind the peanut and put in it as well. Ooh, delicious. My mouth is running water right now. Yeah, carrot juice and beet. Beet and carrot. It's called beet and carrot. Beet and carrot. Carrot juice, but with peanuts? Yeah, my cousin used to, um, uh, my cousin and uh, his his grandmother used to uh, grind the peanuts, grind it. Uh, and then put it, and you know, back in the day, they didn't have blenders. They have what we call mata. You know what a mata is? What is a mata? Explain a mata to me. Everybody knows what a martyr is, um, Lincoln. Mata, not a martyr. If you go, you, yeah, I know what yeah. it is. 
mata, you beat it and you grind. Yeah, that's what you they use the mata. Get the mata. Use it for stuff like ginger and garlic, the smaller yeah. ones. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. A mata than caliata? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. But the thing about it is that we, you know, these are traditions that we should teach our children. They should, it should be Im- implanted in their brain. Uh, this is the, the things that we do. Uh, um, I, th- I think all Jamaicans should go back to Jamaica. I want to bring my kids there for a couple of years. You want to hear something funny? Yeah. I had a good laugh at the dinner table this weekend. Um, I was talking to my kids, teaching them about my childhood because I realized they don't know much about my childhood. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking about my childhood. That's going to be my husband's turn, right? So my son had a project to do in high school. And he thought our lives were so boring. There was nothing interesting. So in the story, this is what he wrote. He wrote that my mother-in-law yeah. is originally from Egypt. Um, from Egypt. <laughs> and then uh, things weren't going well. I think there was some war. So she moved from Egypt to Jamaica. That was not. Wow. We, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Just to make everything way more interesting. I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. from Jamaica to Canada, I was like, oh my God. Wow. Details in between, like, we couldn't stop laughing. Couldn't stop yeah. laughing. Because we're like, wh- where did you come up with that from? Right? Yeah. yeah there- in the end, he got a 98. <laughs> wow, that's incredible. And he finished it and then he realized, you know what, I'm not going to get a good mark on this, so I have to embellish it a little bit. And that's <laughs> <laughs> made it real good you know the, the, you, you, you touch on something that is um uh so amazing jamaica is one of the only places we have more church per capita than any other place on the planet mm-hmm. right um every religion you can think of um is represented in jamaica and you will have neighbors two different religions but they get along. It's one of the only place that represents all the religions in the world, but everybody get along because they're not Christian, they're not Catholic, they're not Muslim, they're not Jews, they are Jamaican. Isn't that incredible? We are Jamaican. Out of many one people, we are Jamaicans. And that's another, that's another thing that really stand out for our culture, how all these religions could get along in this little island with such a small population when every other places in the world, they're trying to annihilate each other, right? Um, And so we could learn a lot from that. Another thing is that in Jamaica, people don't know this. We have Syrians, we have Persians, we have Indians, we have um, uh, Europeans. We have probably every culture on the planet, Chinese, we probably have every culture on the planet you could think of living in Jamaica as part of the culture. Incredible. And that's why the, our motto is out of many one people. Yeah. I know that one. Anyway, yeah. Lincoln, this was fun. Enjoy today's yes. conversation. It is. Audience, everybody listening, thanks for making lemonade with us today. Be good to yourself. Be grateful for all that you have because you do have a lot. Until next time, see you later, Taman. <laughs> Bye, Nicola. Bye, Lincoln.